welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. I haven't had time to find a meme this week because Colin was away at the uh, Ireland v Wales football match. Uh, on It was on Monday, wasn't it? So this week I'm joined I by <laughs> Stand sure. Up for the Boys in Green. It's Richard Walker. Hello. And as long as we beat the English, we don't care. Chris. It's Chris Hallam. Hello. How are you doing? Do you think I'd forgotten your name there? I know, yeah. Well, um, last week, actually, I was listening to the podcast and... Um, Colin, um, when he was saying goodbye, yeah. he, he paused at the end, and you had to prompt him because I think he lost his tr- his passage of thought. Oh, really? He was used to I saying my that. name at the end, and he kind of went. Uh, oh, he'd forgotten about me. Yeah. I can't uh, believe it, mate. Uh, so, I mean, how have we been? Are we good this week? Thank you for joining yeah, us good. again, Rich. No problem. Thank you for having me. That's you absolutely know? fine. It's always a pleasure. Oh, Never cheers, sure. Mate. I mean, I can't. Thanks. I can't promise that my segues are going to be as as good as <laughs> Colin's. Oh, please make them. Try and make them as good. You know, my favourite okay. bit. You know what's not good, Rich? Go on. <laughs> what is it? Assassinations. No, no, they're terrible. Uh, so, I mean, how this happened, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but the second episode of Turtles' second season of Batman, so Batman: The Enemy Within, episode two, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's called. What was it called? The Pact. The Pact. Yeah. Uh, used the image of an actual real-life victim of a political assassination. Really, quite recent too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, like yeah. December last year. Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah. So, uh, it was the Russian diplomat mm-hmm. uh, to Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Andrei Kolov. Andrei Kolov uh, was shot yeah. in a uh, an art gallery by a Turkish policeman. Yeah. Uh, and they, someone, somewhere, somehow, at Telltale, used the image of uh, Kolov lying, like yeah. very, it's, it's a photograph of him very soon after being yeah. shot, lying on the floor, and they've used the image of him in uh it's supposed to be some security camera footage of a bank breaking yeah or a vault breaking yeah uh so lads i mean Uh, well i played it since it was updated so they've just cropped the bottom of the image so it's no longer there i was gonna say yeah so um but yeah i don't understand how these things get by like it's like the call of duty footage that is used on the news or something like who's the buffoon who okayed that? And how the how the fuck did something as basic as this get by the Telltale people? <laughs> you could do like a simple like Google image search. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? With the image, you can just drag and drop it yeah. and then see if it's anywhere else. Or even use like the extension Tin Eye yeah. to see if it's been reversed. Well, well just, it's, it's where did they get the image from? Right? Yeah. Like, did someone just Google like dead body? And then yeah. like how... How well, I wonder, does shot someone, man on floor. Does does the person who's like in charge of getting that image, sourcing that, do they think, ah, no one will notice. It'll be fine. That's no one will ever notice. Yeah. Everyone always notices. It's either a case of it accidentally happened and they didn't realise it was a real thing. Yeah. Or they were like, I'll just use this. Yeah. And no I'll one will find ever know. it quietly amusing and yeah. no one will ever notice. Like a subtle repost. Yeah. Or a not so subtle repost in this I'd case. I'd like to hope that it's an accident because otherwise that's pretty stupid yeah I'm <laughs> not good 
Well, Telltale did issue a statement mm-hmm. uh, in response to the in- incident to Gama Sutra saying, an update to the game has been submitted this morning that will be, uh, that will re- be removing the image across all platforms. We regret that this incident occurred and we are taking appropriate action internally to ensure that we continue to maintain our high standards in production and quality assurance. Basically, they're sacking the person. Someone's getting a bollocking, right? <laughs> yeah. See if or that or Putin's going to get them. Yeah, who knows? Uh. <laughs> I mean, good uh, I can't think of it. There's no way to segue. I mean, I maybe um, put the, maybe this is what Colin does. He puts the news stories in an easily. Maybe it's like. Um, well, so well, we've had a gander at that. So Ooh. how about <laughs> we talk about this horrible goose game? Very good. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I'll just get used to it. Do you want to leave the yeah. podcast? Okay. Sure, um, no. So yeah, I put this in because this was my favourite thing that happened in games. Yeah. Last week. Uh, which I guess you were on holiday, weren't you, Chris? I didn't see it. So yeah. there's a game from House House who did uh, Push Me, Pull You, which mm-hmm. I found horrifying as a right. game. Okay. It just really creeped me out. It was the little noise that the the pattering of the legs and hands made. Right. Uh, are now doing an untitled goose game mm. due out in 2018 uh, that is just from the game the short gameplay trailer they put out just looks like the game of yeah. every year yeah already <laughs> it's been sort of dubbed uh, metal goose solid so what actually happens because i've still not actually seen the well, trailer the, the snippet of footage i've seen of it and there's been more floating around i believe is um there's like a farmer yeah and the goose kind of honks at him and he drops his flat cap or something and the goose grabs it and runs off with it and it just looks it looks brilliant <laughs> so the the sell on it is, it's a lovely weekday morning in the village and you are a horrible goose. <laughs> and, and so it kind of, like, it's sort of a stealth game, but yeah. you have objectives as well. So you have That's basically a to-do list. Stealthy um, geese. Oh, it's not a farmer, it's, it's a groundskeeper. Yeah, yeah. And oh, it's okay. stuff like uh, stealing the groundskeeper's keys, uh, making him put on his sun hat. So you have to get him to take off his flat cap and then put on his sun cap. <laughs> And there's one that's like make the groundskeeper or like get the groundskeeper wet, as in like you have to get yeah. him to stand by a sprinkler yeah. and then turn it on. And it, like it's press X to honk. You can honk to startle him. Yeah. You can like pull up food and vegetables from the plot. Yeah. Because one of your objectives is to have a picnic. Do you know, it'd be a terrible injustice if this game doesn't come to every platform ever. Because it looks fantastic. It sounds complete and utterly absurd, but it sounds like... In the best possible sense, right? Everything I want to play. Yeah, yeah. me too. It it's, sounds... it's so good. And <laughs> it's so I'm funny. I'm going to watch that now, yeah. Just, absolutely. Because it does have, like, metal goose, solid, like, stealth yeah. stuff, so you can hide in foliage and stuff. Mm. Oh, brilliant. And, like, break the farmer's line of sight. So they got, like, the cones of vision stuff. <laughs> kind vision of. Cones, I don't yeah. Know, yeah, presumably. I mean, it just looks so... I'm just, so good, and I can't wait. I'm uh, just reading this that you can pick up or drag almost anything. I mean, yeah, like bags of fertilizer you could drag to awesome. stand on. Like uh, <laughs> the the first thing in the gameplay trailer is the goose picking up a sandwich that has been discarded yeah. on a bench and then dropping it in the pond nice. and then just watching it brilliant it sounds like a wallace and gromit episode it, doesn't it, it sounds great like do you know like the whole like kind of the creepy vibe of the of the animals and creatures and stuff oh that sounds great oh, oh, what? So feathers, McGraw. feathers mcgraw feathers mcgraw yeah, yeah have you seen right. this chicken yeah yeah <laughs> except he's not a chicken rich is he no he's not I won't spoil it Spoil spoilers if you haven't seen the wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. trousers <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so from one much anticipated game to another, uh, Eric Barone, um, known as Concerned Ape, who's the one man uh, dev behind. That was quite good. That segue wasn't it? Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was smooth. Thanks. I like it. Uh, I ruined it by pointing it out. No, no, no. The the one man dev team behind Stardew Valley, which instantly came to the Switch yeah. last week and last week, immediately yeah. shot to the top of the eShop. Charts. Really, that's good. Um, he is he's done a Reddit AMA yesterday, I think, as mm-hmm. we record this, uh, and he's already talked about his plans for his next game. So he has plans for his next game, but. He doesn't want to kind of reveal too much because he doesn't want to build up too much hype. Because I, right. I imagine, yeah. you know, anything yeah. he does now is just going to immediately be compared. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, the thing, course. isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of the, um, what's the, the blessing, the gift and the curse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what it is, though, because, um, I mean, I haven't myself been hooked by Stargy Valley, but Dan... <gasps> I'm sorry. Have, yes, have Dan you... has bought it twice and got obsessed with it. I bought it on Steam, yeah. I just, I sort of don't want to get it because I don't want to spend hours just playing a game that I don't have time to play. If you know what I mean? It's review season. Yeah. I've got to focus. <laughs> Maybe I, I'll buy it at Christmas or something. I'm probably going to buy it later on, to yeah. be honest, because I keep on looking at it every day and just yeah. going, no. No. Well, the, the, again, yes. the pile of shame, Chris and Alice. It's bad, and I need to get through that first. <laughs> the backlog, yeah. So yeah, the backlog has got to be uh, addressed first. Everyone has a pile of shame. I mean, he has yeah. said that he's kind of going to approach it the same way as he did with Stardew Valley. It's going to be uh, kind of. Uh, he said he's going to carry on the tradition in my own weird way, okay. uh, and that it's it's uh, like he he said basically like when he was designing Stardew Valley he imagined a lot more kind of law alright okay <laughs> like I, I love the idea of Stardew Valley law for oh, starters yeah. uh, but it ended up sort of not being in the game so the next game is going to uh, take place on the same planet as Stardew Valley uh, but we'll explore more of that law Stardew Valley 2 uh, <laughs> there you go I mean he did say he's, he's, he's not talking about he's not currently got any plans for a sequel or oh, extra okay. content for Stardew Valley right. Stardew Mountain won't it after yeah, he's yeah, kind yeah, of climbed yeah. out of the valley, valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the next logical place to go sure so what would you kind of like to see I guess neither of you can say now actually to anticipate you not playing Stardew Valley uh, oh I've seen plenty of Stardew Valley though I know what it's all about um man I don't know I would have said something in the vein of Golf Story but then you've got Golf Story so why would you do that Ooh. um but I don't know I don't know I mean, I've got Stardew Valley. I didn't play it as much as as Dan Webb has. Yeah. But um, no one has. <laughs> no, nobody has ever. Um, but like, they were like, obviously, you could like get into relationships and so on and things like that. And yeah. I, I read his AMA, and there were some really interesting questions put towards him. And uh, one of them was, um, I don't care how you get it into the game, but. I want to marry this certain character. I think right. it was Rose, her name was. And he said, I don't care if it makes me a homewrecker. <laughs> I oh, want wow. that to happen. Okay. That'd be really cool if you could kind <laughs> of do that. But then, I don't know, maybe it'd be a bit dark and macabre. Well, maybe he could, he could make some sort of game that does delve more into those sort of relationships. Well, it's perhaps. very Harvest Moon inspired though, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like kind of, um, you could almost do kind of the dark side yeah. version of Stardew. But it's such a wide and expansive game. Gonna be interested to see what he does. I That's guess. the thing because the Stardew yeah. Valley is already sort of th- three or four games. Yeah, yeah. To, for starters, like yeah. it's a dating sim, it's a farming sim, it's a dungeon crawler. Yeah. Like, where do yeah. you go from there? Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Because I, mean, I, I can't imagine him doing a shooter based on Stardew Valley. No. From no. what that is. But maybe he will. I don't know. Or maybe he'll do something like the Terraria Minecraft folk have done and kind of carry on expanding on the game. What he's already got as a base. Did you say know. Did you say that he said, I want to go all out with my ideas, take things to the extreme, create an even richer and more detailed game world? Well, I that's mean, the thing. Yeah. Maybe mm. this is a speck in the ocean. How much mm. more detailed than Stardew Valley, right? Yeah. Blimey. He wants to go all out. Okay. Sounds interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing what that might be. I I, mm. I was think, I was trying to think of a segue to the next one, but I can't. Um, like, uh, let's see. Any offerings? It uh, definitely won't be done in the next two weeks. I know that one for sure. Yeah, no. It, oh, it, yeah. It won't take a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> and, indeed, Chris. <laughs> We're gonna have to drift into the oh, puns, aren't we, without column? That's good. That's good. Oh dear. Okay. So yeah, fortnight. I thought it'd be interesting to to revisit this because we talked before mm-hmm. about the kind of uh the battle royale mode of Fortnite. Yeah. Uh and how Bluehole or p- kind of PUBG Inc were mm. unhappy with uh, the battle royale mode existing yeah. and they kind of with saying, you know, they were thinking uh they were they were going to see if they uh needed to take further action. Mm-hmm. And they were upset that uh Fortnite was ripping off the battle royale mode which obviously Yeah. Player unknown. I would say popularized. I don't think it invented it. No, but, it definitely uh, didn't invent it, but it's certainly popularized it, hasn't it? So what you're saying is they're going to be really happy with these numbers? Yeah, oh yeah. So <laughs> it launched uh, 26th of September. So that's yeah, fifth, yeah, but two Just three weeks. Two weeks ago, yeah. Um, uh, and it's it's been doing pretty well. So it's it's uh, reached uh, 3.7 million daily active users over the weekend. Uh, and has hit five hundred twenty-five hundred thousand concurrent players. Yeah, on all platforms. I mean, yeah. it did a million when it first came out, and like the first day. Mm. But that's obviously on all platforms. But obviously, when a game first comes out, it always has that spike, doesn't mm. it? It's how it can maintain that. Well, their their baseline audience is seven million. I mean, I think that's across both Fortnite and Battle Royale, isn't it? Well, it's going to be mostly Battle Royale, though, you isn't think it? So, think. Yeah. so yeah. <laughs> Epic said that over 7 million people have played Fortnite since the game's launch, but they uh, put out those figures yeah, yeah. shortly after the launch the of the thing. free Battle Royale yeah. mode. Yeah, yeah. And um, the thing is, you have to download the full game to get the Battle Royale mode. Oh, do you? Anyway. Yeah, you do. You have oh, to download okay. the full client, don't you? Right. So it, for them, it counts. So whoever downloads it and doesn't actually ever log on, maybe they're doing that. Okay. It's so, carefully worded. <laughs> You've played some, haven't you, Chris? I played a bit of it, yeah. Of the Battle Royale mode? Yeah. How is it? It's all right. There you go. <laughs> it's all right. Wow. I mean, like, I, d- I don't dislike it or anything. Um, I don't think Bluehole, or sorry, PUBG Inc. have anything to worry about. They're two very different entities. Um, whereas, like, say, Fortnite is kind of um, cartoony. You've got your crafting elements in there and stuff. The shooting is nowhere near the realism aspects of something like, um, say, PUBG. But I don't know. It's all right. You guys love it, don't you, Rich? Well, I've not played it, but what I've seen of it looks it looks enjoyable. But I was going to say, like, I can't imagine these numbers are people ditching PUBG no. in favour of Fortnite, right? Well, PUBG is still growing at about yeah. a million a month. So, you know. Yeah. 
uh, they're going to be just fine. <laughs> Basically, all that happened is that PUBG gave Fortnite's free battle royale mode a load of publicity. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they've just <laughs> made it far more uh, popular than it might have otherwise been, I guess. Uh, and Epic have stayed very quiet on the mm. issue of whether they have ripped off PUBG. Why, why say um, anything? Well, they don't need all the to. free it, it, publicity. There's nothing good that can come from them sort of saying, yeah, we ripped it off. What of it? Yeah. Well, they pretty uh, much did well, say that in their interview, didn't well, they? Uh, and as far as I know, <laughs> I don't think PUBG have revisited it either. No. So possibly maybe someone like no. Elbert, they were like, lads, just Let's just stay out. quiet, yeah. <laughs> just, just roll <laughs> we'll it back We'll do our thing. Just let them do theirs. Like, it's fine. Guys, Whatever. you've almost hit 2 million concurrent users on Steam. Yeah, exactly. Well, why right? are you bothered? Yeah, it'd be fine. <laughs> uh, I mean, again, I just like... <sighs> Destiny 2. I'm just going to say it. Um, so Destiny 2's Leviathan Raid. You could have yes. said something like Fortnite's Destiny's looking... Good. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I need that. see. I can't is it all think a dream my, or is it destiny? <laughs> it's destiny. I can't think so. on my. I can't think on my feet. I it's just, fine. It's all. It's. I just need half an hour to think of funny things to think, write down. I, I don't then. think these segues are good, by the way. They just, you know, do the job right. I can't. I can't measure up to Cullum's okay, uh, fantastic. I think segues. like Cullum's looking ten minutes ahead and already. Yeah, exactly. Right. Gonna say. Uh, so Destiny Two has had to delay. The prestige run of the Leviathan raid. Do you know what they they can cancel it for all I care <laughs> after fucking having to do it without prestige difficulty? Did you manage it's, it? We did in the end, but Christ Almighty, it's really bloody hard. You're a mentalist if you're going to do it on prestige as well. Well, the I thing is, ah, oh. the reason they've had to delay it is because an exploit was discovered recently oh, okay. that lets you cheese the final boss. Oh really? So Callus, I wish I'd known that. Callus, that big lad. <laughs> yeah. It requires you have really good timing, but basically uh, everyone except one of your team. So like one member of your team stays at the back and stands by one of the blue lamps. Right. And everyone else runs forward and stands around Callus's feet. So he stomps right. and then they all die. And then the last surviving member has to walk into the flames of the lamp, killing right. themselves and simultaneously logging out or going to orbit at just the right time that what? everyone else will then respawn <laughs> at the start of that boss fight right. but there will be no ads so there will be like no additional enemies it will just be callous. oh wow yeah it's, it basically God, kind it makes of a huge difference. stops the spawning oh that's good there was that yeah. there was the other one wasn't there when people <laughs> could get out and run around the side of the map and kind of yeah they, they found things. you still had to like get all the the chests keys and stuff but that someone found a gap in some walls where you could run around the outside marvelous what a surprise uh, so that because of that and because it made it so much easier they've had to delay the prestige launch for about a week i think it's eight days actually uh, eight, so days, instead yeah. yeah launching on october the 18th uh, because of that exploit. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming they haven't outright said because of that exploit where you cheese the final boss yeah but <laughs> Yeah, it basically is that. Uh, so the community manager Cosmo said on the forums uh, that an exploit has been discovered in the Leviathan Ray that causes the encounters to be stripped of their intended challenge. <laughs> to allow time to fix this issue, we're delaying the start of the Prestige Raid until next week. It's important to us that the team who earns world first status doesn't have their legacy tarnished by doubt, scepticism or uncertainty. I love that. But do you know what, though? It's like kind of, yes, they have to kind of take, do you know, that kind of, approach in terms of dealing with it publicly but it's also kind of a it's a good respectable thing for those people that then do it because then they can't be accused of cheesing it 
So, um, fair dues, really. I mean, it doesn't really bother me, do you know what I mean? It's, in the grand scheme of things, it does yeah. bother Because I've still not done the raid, I and I really you, need yeah. to, yeah. But, like, I mean, I'm still at level... I just got to level 280 yesterday, so... Oh, you can do it at that. I can do it you at that, it at yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, but, like... Um, I've been playing it on my own. So. All I'll say is you've got to have a full team of six, all people you know quite well probably, and you've all got to have headsets on, otherwise you might as well forget it. Yeah, oh, there's no. a lot of kind of yeah. puzzly jumping, yeah, shoot yeah. this oh, while I do that man. stuff, isn't there? Yeah, and there was so many bits, basically, not to spoil anything, but there's one bit, well, I mean, it sort of does a little bit, but not too much. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's the throne room itself where the boss battle takes place, and there's kind of a shadow realm as well, mm. and you've got to coordinate between those two. But there's an annoying bit in the shadow realm where there's a little wall that stops you from going over the edge and into oblivion, yeah. and sometimes it doesn't stop you. So I kept flying over that. So that just made it even <laughs> harder, so... Yeah, maybe long, maybe they'll fix that too while they're at it. How long uh, did it take you, lads, to do it? Uh, let's see, so three three hour streams, so yeah, roughly about nine hours, I suppose, um, give or take. Um, but that's yeah. after people had sort of worked out. Yeah, a little bit. It's, st- it's still the coordination and getting so that if one person dies, basically that's it. That's the problem. So you've got to make sure everyone's alive and everyone only has one revive. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's tough. So prestige difficulty can do one basically. I'm not I'm not going back. You know, I'm never going back. But the the good thing is, like, do you know the achievement on the yeah. Xbox and the trophy on the PlayStation? Yeah. Um, you get the you can get the prestige trophy that Bungie have put in the game, obviously, but you don't have to do the raid for you it. Do the you can do the nightfall yeah, yeah, instead. So, so you yeah. can still get the trophy if you're yeah. like a trophy collector or an achievement collector. Or do whatever. the nightfall, honestly. You don't want to do the whole raid on prestige. But no, maybe some people do. Maybe some people think that the raid in its current state is a piece of piss. And well, I'm I think envious we should do it, Alice. Of your skills. I think we should do it. I'm nowhere near to a nowhere near two sixty. We'll get through with passion. <laughs> passion. Do you know what that I'd like them to not do? Enough, Chris. I'd love them to add in like. Do you know like trading of guns? Like, so say if you were doing yeah. a raid, and like, like say Alice, out. for example, you said you're nowhere near two sixty at the minute. If yeah. You could come into the, join the the clan or whatever, and then we could gift you armor that you could use maybe mm. just for that mission. I always wanted that great. in the first Destiny because yeah. they did it in Borderlands Two, possibly one. You could drop stuff on the floor and other people could pick it up, or you could go into the menus and trade mm. and stuff. That would be good. But Des- Destiny, uh, the original Destiny, had Sherpas as well who would. If oh yeah. You couldn't do a raid. Yeah. For example, they would agree to kind of group up with you and, and help you get through it. Right. Which is kind of nice. Well, there's I guided, love little there's, things like that. There's going to be guided games now, isn't there? The match makes you mm. for a raid. But yeah, I've got the beta. I'd stuff love to for see that, how yeah. uh, that pans out. Because mm. uh, yeah, <laughs> what if you're what if you you're stuck with one really rubbish person? How much <laughs> grief and hate is that person? Well, that's the get? thing. It's like it's all a trust issue, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. Speaking yeah. of trust issues, <gasps> go on. You and I, Rich, yes. know well the price of betrayal. Yes, nothing will be forgotten. From having played Shadow of War. <laughs> yes! Yeah. No, it's... Um, Not today, yeah. Brian. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those uh, adverts were good. So, yeah, we are moving on to talk about what we've been playing. And you and yep. I, Rich, have been playing Middle Earth Shadow of Wardor. We certainly have. We certainly have. And uh, very enjoyable it was, too. Yeah, I really bloody liked it. Yeah, me too. I had a good time with it. It's good. It's good. 
Uh, but there's been a lot of to do about the, the war chests and the microtransactions. Yeah. There we are. You sounded a bit too positive there. I'm well, taking the other side. And- we've- oh, okay, <laughs> cool, <then>. Rage. <laughs> We've had a few questions actually about oh, okay. that in terms of like the podcast questions, which we'll come on to later. Okay, so it's still all to play for. I'm um, but uh, yeah, so it, the, there was a, a bit of a kerfuffle about the loot boxes yeah. and microtransactions, which I there are obviously ways that microtransactions and DLC and stuff can negatively impact a game yeah. hugely. Yeah, hmm. but I think in Shadow of War, it you kind of don't you can ignore them. I mean, it's been bolted on. It's obviously been bolted on like by the higher ups yeah yeah but i don't think it impacts the game personally I don't think it impacts the game no. in a negative way because you can really easily just ignore it yeah well I, I did i say this last week no i couldn't have because we're under embargo but i've said this to other people that you can craft gems to slot into your weapons and one of those gem types are wealth gems okay. which means anything you kill drops more currency so you can just go on a rampage and just earn a shed load of Mirian, it's called that way. Yeah. Or you can just destroy army you don't want anymore and weapons you don't want anymore. That gives you Mirian. There's loads of ways to earn currency in mm. game. So really, I think the microtransactions are only of use if you you don't have enough time or you're lazy, too lazy to bother. Mm. They're there if you want them. So the long and short, it doesn't Most affect the game. I don't. I didn't feel like it did. Yeah. Long and short of it is, I don't think you need to use them necessarily at all. I mean, I used them at one point because I was oh, being lazy. So I but like I didn't pay actual money for them. Oh, like, I did that I, too. Did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah I, I used it's like fifteen hundred million for a, a yeah, silver so, chest. So the, isn't the it? in-game currency yeah, is Mirian. Yeah, get the in-game as well. Yeah. Um. So I used some of the Mirian to buy I did that a couple too. of yeah. loot boxes because it was like one a.m. and I wanted to get I yeah. wanted to get the fucking yeah wanted to get the the assault done the fortress no, exactly. assault done. But I, also obviously because I needed to see how they operated. Yeah. But uh. The, other than that, I didn't touch them. You get a bunch all. of orcs and um, some training orders, don't you, in mm. the in the box? So you can give your orcs like a, a gang of berserkers or something, or, yeah. or a Karagor mount, um, and that these little bonuses that come in those chests and stuff. Um, but yeah, like say, you can buy them in, you know, using the myriad that you earn in game. So. It's a feature that's there if you choose there to if use you want it, it, but it isn't something you can that ignore really impacts on the experience. No, exactly. Yeah. But Sweet. speaking of the experience, yeah. What did you think? I mean, I my favorite thing about it was the yeah. nemesis system, which I think they've made so much better. They have. The fortress assaults are awesome. Uh, the online stuff now you've got conquests, so you can um, you can tackle someone else's fort they've built up. You can attack it. Yeah. It doesn't affect their fort because that would be rubbish <laughs> if you could ruin someone else's fort and someone else could ruin your fort but it's just a cool kind of meta game kind of thing yeah. online yeah and there's online vendettas again there's betrayals there's um blood brother revenge things if you kill someone's blood brother he might come back and seek revenge yeah and it's just the whole ecosystem is so cool and that was one of the best things about the first game and they've just fleshed it out in every conceivable direction that they could with it, and it just makes the game really, really feels like it's a living, breathing organism thing. <laughs> yeah, good. I mean, I th- like it. Really, is the the kind of saving grace because it's, yeah. it's a very good game. But I like uh, almost all of that for me is because the nervous system works so well in it. Yeah, 
because uh, the story is a bit weird and the pacing is is weird yeah. in the story like yeah. it takes a while to get going and then there's a weird end act thing yeah it's probably quite interesting if you're well into lord of the rings also i've said this before but uh shelob as a sexy lady made me laugh so much <laughs> oh i was going to ask you about that actually yeah i was going to say i'm still outraged about shelob well, i'm you, not really i but... collected all of the the shelob memories in it okay and once you do that you get a trailer like a cutscene that kind of charts her origins. Okay. Uh, so you kind of get a bit of an insight into what, yeah, how, how and why she is the way she is. It's <laughs> kind of kind of cool, but um, I just find still. it really funny because like there are bits, there are cutscenes where she's like all up, she's she is in sexy lady form, which yeah. I assume is like a some kind of mental projection to make yeah, him yeah, yeah. see her as that way, right? And and there are bits where she's up close and kind of stroking him and like whispering in his ear. And I just imagined it cutting to a wide shot where it was just a it's giant just spider a going spider legs. Like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't chittering it? Him. I would I would like that. Oh. I think that would have been a good, it's a missed good opportunity. Thing to do, yeah. that, isn't it? She's totally done that. Yeah. Uh, but like in like the world is a lot more interesting to be in. Yeah. Now. I think there's like there's a lot more kind of depth and and there's verticality to it. Yeah, is the yeah, word, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. There's more there verticality. Are, sure. I'm just starting the first one. Right. Ah. Yeah. So the first one is purely Mordor, so it's mostly kind of gloomy and lava. Like Stoke on Trent when I went to uni there. Yeah. Exactly so, that. Yeah, it's kind so of yeah, the new lights. one has um, different parts of Middle Earth now. So like there's Nurnan, which is a really lush. Oh, they're kind all of they're all parts of Mordor. Oh, are they parts. Yeah, of Mordor? they're all different regions of Mordor. I thought they were just. Oh right, well, okay. but there, but they like Rich says, there's much more variety. Yeah, there's yeah. more variety. So there's Saragost as well, which is a snowy kind of mountain peaks and stuff and um then you've got gorgoroth and what's the other one gorgoroth uh, and there's minas minas ithril which is like where m- the men and women live it becomes yep. minas morgul it does yeah yeah uh, they, they all say mordor funny as well yeah uh yeah <laughs> So yeah, no more. But more you actually variety. feel like you're traversing through a different environment and actually going on yeah. a journey more so than the original. Yeah, I, I feel. Yeah. Just like, one yeah, yeah. question before Go we on. move on: the Nemesis system. You two mm-hmm. quite clearly love it. Oh, it's amazing! Yeah. yeah. If you it's could really stick good. it in another game, what would you do? <gasps> oh my goodness! Uh, Stardew Valley. Now, um, <laughs> that'd be great. I don't know because it would it would work really well in. A bunch of different games. Yeah. I think like something like, for example, an Assassin's Creed, where yeah. if you ran into like people who were contracted to kill you yeah. over and over again, that would be cool. But it's really like there is so much more variety in it now, mm. complexity than there was mm. in Shadow of Mordor. Like, yeah. uh, like, like Richard, like you can be betrayed now because you can have mates now. You can dominate yeah. orcs yeah. to make them your friends, and yeah. they can betray you. Um, if like you kill their blood brother who's on the other side they'll get annoyed yeah. or like you can use them as spies to do an ambush on uh someone they're supposed to be guarding yeah. or like just so much cool oh, stuff. you can assign one as your bodyguard as well so if you get into a scrape he'll like hopefully he'll come along up. and help you oh it's that's like cool yeah. some type like there were several times one region i think it was in um saragos right where like I kept almost getting killed, and then this this sharpshooter guy would turn up <laughs> and be all be all cockney and be like, "It's all right, I've got him for you," and then shoot him in the head and be like, "Yeah." That would be brilliant when and you're the, when you're out of last chances as well, and yeah. you're like, "Oh, well, that's it then, I'm, I'm screwed." Die. And yeah. then I've, I've seen an Aussie orc 
in there. That's Bruce. He's yeah. actually quite a big character. Yeah, he does play okay. kind of a pivotal role. Yeah. And are the rest of them all like Cockney Orcs? There's yeah. a mix of like, there's Cockney, there's some uh, Australian and New Zealand accents because it's wetter yeah. in it. Obviously, yeah. Um, and then... Some that just go... <laughs> yeah. I had one called Something the Wild and he just goes... Ah! <laughs> and then Doesn't... yeah, if it's the Mona, they'll go. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Or um, uh, some of them are kind of like sound a bit like Arnold Schwarzenegger, a bit Austrian. Oh yeah, they <laughs> like, do. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, they, yeah, no, yeah. they really do sound like that. Uh, I'm sent here they... to destroy you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's so many different like they have different tribes now, so they'll be dressed differently yeah. depending and stuff. And then like. Mm. Uh, even it will all layer up. So like uh, if you. Sort of, it would do this in the old game as well. But like, if if you killed someone by burning them, they'd turn back up and be like, "You burn me, and now yeah. I'm all burned." Or even like, if you chop off their limbs or so, they come back with kind of metal, a pros- prosthetic spike or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and you can like chop it, those off as well. Like in um thingy in the Hobbit, when he comes back with a spike oh, in his arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly yeah. that. It's it's yeah. really good, and it was mm. it, the the nervous system was still surprising me. Like 20, 30 hours in, yeah. it was still oh, doing good. stuff. I go like, holy shit. So even though that last bit is a grind, it doesn't matter because an Emsa system is always fun, never not enjoyable. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> one thing that I'm actually keen to ask you about, Chris, is Golf Story, which I know you've been playing. Yeah. Not right. Yeah, you are right. Please explain Golf Story to me because I am confused <laughs> as to what it actually is. Well, um... Golf story. What is it? It's basically. Do you remember the old um, Mario golf games? Yeah. And they have like the kind of the three point kind of you click to start oh, a little yeah, yeah, meter, yeah. click yeah. it at the top, and then Classic. click it again. Classic. The the kind of the three click hit. And yeah. um, you've got that, and that was done. That was um, Nintendo's internal studio, Camelot. Right. Um, you've got that exact golf system crossed with an RPG. So right, okay. I like <laughs> yeah. it already. So basically, the story is you're this young man, and he's playing golf with his dad as a kid. Is his name Golfie McGolfson. Golfie McGolferson. Let's say, that. and we'll go with that. Yep. Yeah. And um, they're playing golf. His dad's saying that he's got this unique swing, and they're having this little together time. And then the time fast forwards twenty years later, and then um, at that moment. Um, he gets out of bed. He looks exactly the same, so he hasn't aged in 20 years. So oil of Ole in effect there. <laughs> sure. And he phones up, and I thought it was his mum at first, but it, and then I thought about it, actually it can't be, it's his wife. And he calls her up and tells her he's going to try and make it as a pro. And oh, right, a pro golfer. Yeah, and she laughs at him down the phone. <gasps> and, um, it's not very sporting. What a bitch. No, yeah. it's, it's kind of like when I told my girlfriend I was going to go and be a games journalist. <laughs> she laughed at me down the phone. Wow. Um, just for comedy effect, she was stood next to me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's it's basically you're given um, all these little silly tasks. Have either of you played it or seen any of it? I've, I've s- seen bits of it, but all the bits that I've seen do not help me understand what it is. I've only seen the trailer. Basically, um, you start off at this place called Well Worn Grove. Um, this rundown. Sorry, called World One Grove. No, Well Worn Grove. Okay. World, World One Grove is funny. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> it's it's quite similar to World One Grove, um, but um, you have to undertake loads of little tasks to get your way into the good books of this coach who's not interested in training you. And what happens as a result of this is 
um, a series of longer and longer fetch quests. Um, it sounds tedious when you say it like that. Yeah. But when you look at RPGs, they generally are fetch quests in a way. True. Um, and you're trying to build um, a relationship with your coach so he'll trust you and push you further and you collect loads of gear and stuff but there's all but like it all seems so i saw like someone was playing in like a caveman kind of world yes and like so how does that work do you know like when you play any like mario game or any kind of rpg you always go to a variety of different areas in mario you have like a fire world you'll have like a green world you'll have a ice world this is like that so the first world is your little green grassy world well-worn grove then you've got one called cheapy cheapy beak golf club and that's like a yes i like it um and that's a very windy course so it's all green um, high up in the hills but it's really windy so each of these places has a different element that affects how the game of golf works so are they each like different golf resorts yeah oh i see okay. so there's about six i think i could see so far i'm about 15 20 hours into it so not massively into it but the thing is before you can progress to any area you have to pretty much do everything in that area um and that can be a bit tedious sometimes but um the little tasks are those are so charming you, you'll have to do something like um all the at the cheapy beak golf club all the birds keep on pinching the golf balls <laughs> so um the reason they're pinching the golf balls is because someone's stolen i think it's their eggs right and what you need to do is you need to um hit their eggs back out to them so you have to use a golf club to hit the bird eggs for and there's different kinds of birds in each area um and that when that happens then you can um, kind of move on from that task you'll have to do things like um there's on the first golf course there's these moles that when you hit the ball and it goes within their little circular radius that's marked on the screen and um, they'll steal your golf balls and stick them down a, a molehill right and it turns out that these moles are being controlled by someone oh my god and without go i don't want to spoil it further really for people actually do you know what it's the first golf course it's not really a no. massive spoiler i'm not going to spoil the story properly um but like basically these moles are being controlled and they're taking these balls somewhere for nefarious purposes Ooh. which is like when i was playing the first course and i was working my way through it i was thinking these moles are just little bastards mm. and they're just there to annoy you and i tried my level best to hit them with a golf ball um unfortunately that doesn't work yeah. um which would be great if it did yeah, you it know would, like, yeah. like whack a mole or yeah. something yeah. um that'd be fantastic but it doesn't um and yeah it was just kind of when i found out what was happening i was like oh right got shit got little, dark quick got a good little story then um the story's all right it's it's not like the most memorable of stories but the thing is the whole thing is quite charming yeah um and then there's this guy that pops up on all the different courses and he starts out at well-worn grove and he creates his own little variation of golf courses and he's an annoying little bastard <laughs> because his golf courses are always like his variants of different golf holes and you have to do hit do him to like move on to the next task that sounds really bad yeah it does but sound, like um, it that was unintentional <laughs> and 
the thing is, his golf courses are like, when you're working your way around a course normally, you're like, oh, this is quite easy. I can hit par on all of these. And then he does a variant of a course, and you're like, I've got 15 shots to do five holes, and everyone's bloody hard. Uh, no, but the right. thing, like, you're having to, at one of the golf courses, they've got, like, turtles there, and you can hit the golf ball to bounce off the back of the turtles, but the turtles will only help you if you find all the turtle eggs and reunite <laughs> yeah, them with convoluted. their mother. A lot of egg-based vegetables. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's eggs, there's shiny baubles. Um, but the thing is, it's like kind of... I can't think of many reasons why you should like buy the game off the top of my head. Like you say, really? give me five reasons why I should buy this. And you say, oh, the cutesy style. So people immediately think Stardew Valley because you've yeah. kind of got that 16-bit look to it. Yeah. Um, and then you go, well, it's got golf in there. But the golf is actually quite fun. You can actually also play golf separately as well as you work your way right. through the um, the levels. And then you say, what about the story? Mm, not so sure. But then when you're playing it, you'll look at the time and go, oh, geez, an hour's passed. Well, there you go. So Sold. it's doing something right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But it's like kind of, I can't quite put my finger on it. What's so compelling just yet? Yeah. Well, that trailer looked I'm great. just kind of going for everything and just yeah. enjoying it, really. That trailer did look good. Yeah. Something else that will take a while to, <laughs> or will be yeah. a time sink. I don't know, mate. Assassin's Creed Origins. The we biggest, previewed it. <laughs> the biggest Assassin's Creed map ever. 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 <laughs> <laughs> did they create I mean, a is, whole yeah. country? Uh, basically. They yeah. might as well have, right? It's yeah. huge. So it's, it's Assassin's Creed Origins is. Assassin's Creed is back and badder than ever. Yeah, like, basically. Yeah, it's set in ancient Egypt. Yeah. Myself and Rich got hands-on. Uh, four hours. Four hour hands-on. Four on. hours. Uh, during which time we kind of achieved not, not much, much, really, because yeah. it's so yeah. big. You can just get lost kind of doing nothing. Were you trying to, yeah, were you trying to do the missions or were you just asking uh, about? Well, there was one story mission, but they said you can only show like half of it. So I, I, I only... We did a couple of story missions, yeah. but the rest of it was also, I guess, showing us how much else there is beyond the story so much stuff I mean so much side content I mean there's stuff that Alice did that I didn't see and stuff that I did that you know vice mm. versa yeah. so I did like a murder mystery thing I okay. didn't see that you didn't see that it was really cool I love murder mysteries yeah, yeah a little murder investigation um, and what what stuff did you do there must have been stuff that you uh, did that I did I uh, saved a farm from hippos that took okay. me about half an hour because hippos are cunts they, they are uh, they're, they're the worst violent aggressive but hey they are. here's a little yeah. tidbit bid tidbit or tit what is it? Just say tidbit <laughs> uh, for you uh, you can tame hippos to yeah. fight alongside you you're there joking you nope how do you tame them I don't know oh, <laughs> just roll so around with a bag from, of apples that is straight from the mouth of game director Ashraf Ishmael he yeah. told me so it's so you, true it's it's like it's so different to any other Assassin's Creed yeah. that has yet been. It's like, it's an RPG kind of, which yeah. is, I don't know if everyone will like, I mean, I obviously am very excited because I love RPGs. I love RPG busy work yeah. and I like Assassin's Creed. Mm. So this is this is an exciting time for me, yeah. but I don't know if it's going to appeal to everyone. Well, it's... Yeah, it's sort of closer to something like The Witcher 3 or something like it, that. It, it felt to it? me like kind of Dragon Age Inquisition meets yeah. Assassin's Creed, which obviously I'm really happy with. Yeah, but, God, yeah. But like a lot of people didn't like Assassin's Creed, uh, Assassin's Creed Inquisition, Dragon Age Inquisition <laughs> because of the busy work in it. Okay. So it 
it, I think it's it's going to be an interesting one to see how how it's received. Yeah. But I'm very excited for it. I was it. about to I mean, say, presumably you could just push on with the story, but I don't think you could because it's thing. all level based now. Yeah. Could so. you not like um, do it so it like automates, kind of like auto, kind of like. I guess allocates. No, 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 abilities. no. So leveling is actually really important. So you have to do yeah. side missions and, and yeah. side quests and stuff to level up because yeah. you can't stealth assassinate like anyone automatically anymore. If they're, I think it's three levels or I more th- yeah. higher. Yeah, I, I tried to. Um, I think I was level fourteen. I tried to aerial assassinate a tax collector, mm. and he was a big bastard. Yeah, big level seventeen, and basically you damage them, but he basically throws you off, mm. and then you've got to fight him. Okay. So you've so, got yeah. to be strong enough if you want to assassinate people, and then yeah. so it's there's a lot more variation in the skill tree and leveling up as well now. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of choose more what you want to play it yeah. like. Yeah. And obviously the combat's really different now. It's all hitbox based. It's mm-hmm. it's there's loads of weapons to choose from. Yes, you you can't just press R two and he like he'll leap over a building no. to attack the guy. Like yeah, it's much more difficult. Yeah. So definitely. I mean, because we both did interviews um and yeah. they, they both like they're all saying like it's less hand-holding it's you have to there's no there's no mini-map now and stuff it's all about like you basically doing more work there's no mini-map at all uh you can bring up a map yeah from like you know your your menu but there's no mini-map on screen you've got, your eagle. You've yeah. got your eagle oh, the eagle, eagle drone yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. to scope things out but that's about it yeah that's so, it it does sound really interesting actually mm. I, th- I mean i think the series has been kind of moving towards that anyways for years do you know trying to kind of expand on that and it, it was, hasn't been quite realized yeah, just kind yet. of the next logical step i mm. think i mean i series. think the last time they got this close was black flag which yeah. you know obviously same directors so yeah. i i think it is quite a logical next step from definitely. that um mm. but there's a there's a definitely there's a lot going on in it and they've done a load of like St- like they had to invent a language basically because no one knows how ancient Egyptian sounded. Yeah. Because nobody speaks ancient Egyptian. Anymore. No. <laughs> so Understandably. They've kind of, they had to do a load of work with historians to be like, what? How would this have been said? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this kind of stuff. So they they put a lot of work in. They've gone to town with all the history aspect, haven't mm. they? When you were talking about they were doing the walking tours and things like that. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, the Discovery tour. Assassin's Creed Origins presents Discovery Tour yeah. by Assassin's Creed Origins, <laughs> yeah. Ancient Egypt. Um, yeah. Catchy title. Yeah, it's the, it sounds so expansive, though. It sounds like the kind of game like, oh, do you know what? I'm bored of running around killing people at the moment. I kind of just want to relax and chill and just explore for a bit. And I'll Chris, go on this you can tour. Do that. And just, there you go. Yeah, crack learn. open a drink and just Learning wander around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knowledge is power. Knowing is the power. Yeah, exactly. Smash together a dozen different... Playing <laughs> education. Yeah. 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 Well, apparently it was because loads of teachers were like, we, we would love to use this game to yeah. get our students, you know, yeah. interested and involved in history, but there's too much murder. So... Uh, <laughs> Can't can't get that certified for the fucking AQA exams. But that's what the Discovery Tour does, you see. It gets rid of all the combat stuff and the narrative, and so you can just walk around and learn stuff. I When I used to teach, I used to um, engage the kids and get them to work on like team-building activities by playing Counter-Strike with them in class. <gasps> that's yeah. surely illegal. <laughs> surely. <laughs> no, no, they were, they were the age group for oh, the game okay, at the time, right, so yeah. don't worry about that. They but weren't like five years old. No, no, actually, <laughs> do you know what? It's kind of Metal Gear Solid. I've been, I've been training the kids of the future. Oh, yeah, okay, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a team of killers. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> at so, my beck um, and call. 
It's looking good anyway. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to play more. You sure? Mm. I, I'm I'm going to have to find a way to buy it and buy an Xbox One X to play it in all its... Because it's like, uh, supposed to look better on that, isn't it? So. Yeah, but everything's supposed to look better on the fucking Xbox One I know, but they're really pushing that one, well, aren't they? We did play that it on game. the Xbox One X at the preview event. And it was very nice. It did look very nice, but it was yeah. still a bit buggy. I, I well, encountered some bugs. Yeah, it's not finished. Obviously yet, not finished. Caveat, not finished. But yeah. I, I did encounter a few. You never quite know the build that you're playing, do you, well, as well? With, with, especially with massive, persistent open worlds. It's, it's, it's that old, like, is this a bug or a feature yeah. thing, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. You were almost a Jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly? Listen. Let's go bowling. This is my favorite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleague. It's not true. I don't do it every week. I've just realized as I say it. We're going to play Who Am I? Uh, it's a simple Colum game test. called Who Am I? Column gives five clues to the identity of a video game character. And you, Chris Allen, and you, Ridge Walker, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop and then give me said answer. <laughs> okay, go that, on. You're a natural. You sorry, need to do this every week. Sorry. Uh, my first appearance in a video game came in 2001. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my original design was based on Egyptian queen Nefertiti. Apparently. Really? Yeah, apparently so. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know what his source is with it. Like, Colin did this one for me before he went right. on holiday, so... It's going to be really obscure, isn't it? <laughs> it's actually not. <laughs> okay. Throughout the years, my sex appeal has been ramped up, which has caused some controversy... No. Uh, while you don't play as me in my series, I'm definitely a great asset to the operation. I know it. Stop. What? Is it Ivy from Soul Calibur? It is not. Shit. <laughs> no, because the first game didn't come out in 2001. No, no, it was well, like I thought maybe. No, it? but wasn't she in Soul Calibur 1? No, Soul Calibur 1's not that old, is yeah, it? Yeah, but she was Dreamcast in Soul game. Edge. No, she wasn't. And Soul Blade? No, she wasn't. Uh, no, ready no, no. for the last Cervantes. one? She's Savanti's daughter, so, so ah, sorry. Yes, yeah. You'll definitely get it from this one. Go so on. fingers on the buzzers. buzzers. <laughs> I have even influenced a personal assistant created by Microsoft. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, bugger. Cortana. Yeah. It is indeed, oh, yeah. I've never lost before. Yes. <laughs> no. I did, I did your tactic, Alice, uh, waiting wait, for somebody yeah. to answer and then go, yep, process of elimination. Yeah. Shit. So we'll go through. My first appearance in a video game came in 2001. That was, of course, Halo Combat Evolved. Mm. Which apparently yeah, they didn't want to call it just Halo because that didn't sound shooter enough, so they had oh, to add okay. the combat, combat evolved. Right, yeah. uh, my original design was based on Egyptian Queen Nefertiti. Apparently, it was. I did not and, know that. Uh, yeah. uh, throughout the years, my sex appeal has been ramped up, which caused some controversy. Right. Yeah, she just basically got really... increasingly nude, yeah, and then true. and then they were like, "No, she's she's like mostly naked to like intimidate people and get the upper hand." Oh, in the situation. I see. Right. But yeah, sure. Well, I was thinking Ivy because her breasts have inflated over the years haven't they <laughs> yeah so I it must be that uh well you don't play me as me and my series i'm definitely a great asset to the operation so she's obviously yeah, you play no, as master that, chief but yeah. she is his that, that was what th that threw me that did uh and i've even influenced a personal assistant created by microsoft and can uh oh, man. Tell, uh, then it was no. can annoy you find greatly. all your answers thanks to the power of bing which is the talking cortana assistant Damn you, Chris. Microsoft's oh, my, unbroke, my unbroken run is over. Sorry, it is, mate. isn't it? <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> this one's for Alice. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be like that. I lose <laughs> yeah, every week to you as well. This one's for Alice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Boo. Now, you've got like 
I think an hour one, Alice. I think it is like four or five two. Don't you don't have to patronise. <laughs> <laughs> We'll move on now to questions. Every Tuesday we tweet from at videogamer.com, which is our Twitter account, asking for questions and then we answer them on the podcast. It's a beautiful, beautiful system. Uh, so Sean Cleaver says, if you could only get yourself two games this Christmas, what would they be? I will also allow the SNES Mini given its price. You lads already have a SNES Mini, don't you? i got a SNES Mini already, yeah. so that's not going to be my answer. Already got one. Uh, yeah. Go on then. That's like Should last week's yeah, news, go for it. it. Two games this All Christmas. Right. Well... I've been looking forward to Wolfenstein 2 all year, so I'm going to say that. Uh, and let's see what else. Hmm. Star Wars Battlefront 2. I enjoyed the beta, and I think that'll tide me over nicely mm. during Christmas. So, yeah, let's go with them two. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah why not? Yeah. You guys sold me on uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Mm. That, oh, looks, yeah. that looks really fun. Um, and the last time I had so much fun with Assassin's Creed was Assassin's Creed 2, so... And Black Flag, actually. That was good. Mm-hmm. But this one looks great. And obviously, I've got the SNES Mini. Super Mario Odyssey's out at the end of this month, oh, so I can't really count oh, yeah. that one, can I? You can count. Um, you can count Super Mario Odyssey. I know, but I'm going to get it anyway. If I had a I'll Switch... Just eat, yeah, so that's yeah, that's, that's, that's like, what you gave for Christmas, then. Like. If I had a Switch, I'd be all over that. Yeah. Fact, that's, that's so, actually, do you know what? Super Mario Odyssey, that'll yeah. probably be my game of the year. If anything's going to gonna make me buy a Switch, it's going to be that, because it <laughs> looks mm. just... Wonderful. Do you know what? The amount of times I've watched that, do you know the most recent that um, trailer, trailer they yeah, did? I've watched so it so good. many times. It's so good. Uh, I'm going to go Origins because mm-hmm. I love an Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And prob- I think I might go Battlefront as well because yeah. I really enjoyed the beer. <coughs> but it's good. It's it? really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I as long as it. it's launched with, you know, more, well, yeah. more to it than the first <laughs> yeah. one, we'll be golden. I'm, be sick of, I'm sick of that Naboo map now. Fucking hell, yeah. Matt Lorigan asks, uh, what is the weirdest idea that Alice had to turn down for a feature slash video on the site? Nothing. I don't think anything has ever been pitched that we have not (laughs) eventually run. Uh, Even some of the weird stuff that Colin... I haven't said outright no to anything Colin's done. I've just said it's going to take some convincing. Um, Mick underscore boss. uh, Why are Western games filled with loot crates and methods to rob people and games... Uh, from Japan, like Kusa, Nier, Persona, so on, are free of all that. I don't know. It's, I mean, um, like, I think, like we said, uh, there are definitely ways that it can negatively impact games. Yeah. Uh, so it's not, it shouldn't just be ignored. But, like, if people buy it, they're going to keep putting it in, I guess. It's the gluttonous West. I don't know. Yeah. So there you go, yeah. <laughs> there, I don't know. There is that, isn't there? But it's like kind of. I mean, the thing is, it's finding its way into Japanese games, isn't it? I mean, look how many add-ons they've done for Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, they've got Zelda's got a bunch as well. Zelda, but Zelda's yeah, Zelda's got a season pass. It's a twenty-pound season pass, and you get like three loads of DLC. Mm. Um, Super Mario, um, you've got the amiibo for that. People but need to stop buying them, it, and then the developers will stop putting them in the games. But right, it doesn't actually right. affect Super Mario. It's really well implemented. You can do everything. People without must the be amiibo. buying them. Yeah. Oh, people do buy it, but the, yeah. the thing is, like, some games launch, like, basically, like, as a base, and then the DLC will be the game, yeah. which is obviously not good. No, that's not a good yeah. Uh, trend. Yeah. Um, James Bartholomew, what is in Cuphead's Cup? I don't know. But you've written a whole but feature I've written a whole feature it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> and they have not answered the question yet. Non-Newtonian fluid, we said, didn't we? Well, I'm not so sure. Not That's so the thing, sure. there is no answer. It could be anything. Someone okay, said okay. tears, didn't they? Yeah, someone said the tears, tears. of players. The tears of players, <laughs> that's you know, pretty I, cool. I like that answer, yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, 
Uh, Ross McMahon, um, what is your favourite type of pen and paper puzzle? E.g. word search. Here is something I'm going to confess right now. Every morning before I come into work, I do the iNewspaper quick crossword. Every morning. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I do. Why do I you say that bro- like I it's s- a shameful secret? Well, I just, you know, it's not generally seen as a cool thing doing a crossword but yeah every morning i do a crossword with my breakfast and my cup of tea in the morning so there you go crossword is the answer for me oh well i'm I'm a sudoku fan i don't like sudoku i don't like maths (laughs) it's all not really maths to me though it's not yeah it's (laughs) yeah it's kind of that's why it's always i've always looked at it and thought oh no maths i did school i've done my time well i didn't like i I don't like maths either but you don't have to do any adding up you just gotta put the numbers in in oh that's That's i'll give it a go but i do like a good crossword good crossword yeah Yeah, good crossword yeah uh ghost of brexit future (laughs) nice name (laughs) says do you know any good jokes about skeletons it's approaching the season isn't it yeah. I'm going to make no bones about it. No. I don't know any good jokes about skeletons. Sorry, that wasn't one either. So. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. Why did the skeletons stay home from the party? I don't know. Why did the skeletons <laughs> stay home from the party? <laughs> because he had no body to go with. Oh, that's Yay! a good one. Woo! Yay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, will we be going to see Star Wars on release day? Yes, Ashley Pickard. Probably. I don't know if I'll see it on release, but probably quite soon mm. after that. Yeah, same. Yeah. Actually, I went same. to see The Force Awakens on release, and the time I picked was in the day because I thought it'd be quiet. And there were loads of little kids there, and one of them vomited <laughs> in the aisle, and oh another and another was going Star Wars, Star Wars, and I was like, ah, that that so, escalated. Yeah. I didn't yeah. expect that to go where it went. No, it was yeah, yeah not the best uh, <laughs> cinema experience I've ever had. That got so dark fast, didn't it? May- maybe I will wait a few days. Actually, maybe I won't see it on release day, or maybe go at a different time. Hey, like, have you ever seen like a a film on its premiere and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember going to see like Casino Royale at Leicester Square. Oh, nice. Okay, and that was like, oh, that was amazing because mm. like after the opening sequence, she had like. The traditional Bond opening sequence. She had an American guy stand up, and go, "James Bond, you fucking rule!" Woo! Oh, God. And then everyone really? stood up and gave it like a round of applause. Oh. It was so absurd. Oh, it it was like a really bad like LSD trip, but really oh. cool at the end of it. Uh, it like, Whoa. When I was at uni, I dated a guy who worked at a catering company that really? did all the after parties yeah, for premieres nice. and stuff. Uh, and so, like, if you look at like loads of like the Harry Potter after party premiere pictures and stuff like the guy that is just in the background holding like a bottle of champagne <laughs> <laughs> in like a Deathly Hallows t-shirt nice uh, uh, Michael at Mr Sporty Guy 1 what's your favourite rock star game? ooh um, table tennis do you know what I have a soft spot for Manhunt Manhunt I like Manhunt a lot and Red Dead Redemption obviously is fantastic Manhunt's following your story of Force Awakens at the cinema, isn't it? Uh, what? Yeah, it's like the dark thoughts <laughs> that crept into your head no, when you were losing your I mind. I wasn't sick, the little kid was. Um, no, Manhunt was just so unexpected. Um, I mean, horribly violent, obviously, but I, I remember buying it and not knowing what to expect. But it's really like, tame by today's standards, well, did, isn't but it? Yeah, I guess yeah. so, but at the time it was like, fucking hell, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Red Dead Redemption. Mm. I I th- think it's very good, and I enjoyed it, it more than um, many of the GTAs. Personally, I, I love Vice City and GTA Five. Mm. I love those two. 
They're brilliant. I agree, though, on Red Dead. I think Red Dead is the one. It was the... Mm. It was probably the first time on a PlayStation 3 game when I thought, when the big thing happened, and I was just like, I knew it was coming, yeah. but wow. That was well done. It was really well done, yeah. Do you know what game I think deserves a bit more love as well? What? Max Payne 3. I love Max Payne 3 as well. Oh. Got a lot of time for Max Payne 3. And that was the first mm. Rockstar one, because Remedy had moved on yeah. by then, hadn't yeah. they? Yeah. To Alan Wake. Aye. So, uh yeah. Luke W asks tea or coffee. That's an absurd question. Obviously, tea. Tea. I'm from Yorkshire, you can't, it's tea. You can't not like tea and share an office <laughs> with Colin. Yeah. The, only person, the only person that drinks tea instead of coffee in the office Dean. is Dean Abdu yeah. of the Rosero yeah. uh, websites. But Colin will occasionally have a coffee in the morning. I'll have a coffee. Co- you know, know. But I'm never in on time. I'll no. have a coffee, but I drink tea by the <laughs> truckload. Uh, Especially at home. Yeah. Finally... It's confusing because I know, I know this Twitter handle, but they've changed their name to a Halloween one. Okay. So I, I, I don't know, but at the Muku, I do know you. I know you are a regular <laughs> listener. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how hungover is Colin? Because of course, as I said, he went to the Ireland v Wales qualifier. We just don't know for the World Cup. I right. did ask him, and he oh, said, he said, for comedy value, say something like sixteen. <laughs> okay. But he is very hungover. Yes. 16. Oh yeah, absolutely. There you go. Straight I think the man take a number, the highest number you can think of, and then double it. Yeah, and he's somewhere near there. <laughs> there you go. Imagine he's feeling chronically awful this morning. Or maybe he's yeah. just carried on. <laughs> maybe That's I don't the think best so. Though. Sometimes, isn't we'll it? Find out tomorrow. Won't yeah, we? I'll when ask he's back him. In the I bet I'll have a kind of sexy lost my voice voice. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's it for this week. But thank you for listening. Thank you so much. We will have obviously an extra bit of podcast coming up right now if you are a vgbg uh if you want to join the vgbgs you can go to patreon.com forward slash video gamer and every week you'll get this podcast a day early you'll get 10 minutes extra of it at least 10 minutes extra uh you will get a q a in the week i believe we're doing one this week and you'll get an extra whole extra podcast on fridays so that's value for money. Uh, please nice. rate us on iTunes. It's really helpful for us. But as ever, we only accept reviews of five stars. Anything <laughs> else, we will not accept them. Uh, you can follow Video Gamer on Twitter at VideoGamer.com. It's also on Snapchat, Instagram. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're just search Video Gamer.com. We're everywhere. And YouTube. Uh, <laughs> YouTube <laughs> is uh, Video Gamer TV on YouTube. Actually, I don't know why we didn't yeah. set that up. Because anyway. it's TV, in it? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you if yeah. you like as well, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at Baby Bell. Rich is, I'm going to say, Richie W82. Yep, correct. And Chris is IVU666. Uh, but of course, nice. for all your video gamer needs, just go to www.videogamer.com. Do you want to do you want to say the goodbye, Rich? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to do, do your impression? Do and now we come to my least favourite part of the show. <laughs> Sorry for the awful impression. And Colm, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. You've got to keep going. Really um, so, so say goodbye, <laughs> Colm Ahern. Say goodbye, Alice Bell. Goodbye. <laughs> say goodbye, Chris Allen. Goodbye. And from me, Rich, what was it again? Uh, Slurm. He's going to try and say goodbye in Irish. Slurm. Slurm. No, you're just going to offend him. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you goodbye. so much for listening. Yeah, see ya. <laughs>